Hello, it's a cold and gloomy winter day in Georgetown. Today I'm here with Chase Crockerell and Matthew Zinasek. We bring you Teens Changing the World. We're here to discuss some of the problems in this world and talk about how we can solve these problems. Nowadays, kids and teens are finding themselves more reliant on their phones than ever. Face-to-face -face communication is becoming less and less common every day. And according to digitalinformationworld.com, the average person is on social media for 142 minutes a day. I think I read an article the other day about something called the rule of seven. Um, it states that people nowadays can't even hold a conversation beyond seven minutes because they're so used to looking at their phones and doing other things. That's my dad, who has very strong opinions on social media. He's always rambling on about how social media is turning kids into zombies. I think that it affects a lot of the social interaction within that particular generation, as well as all the aspects of their lives, interaction with family, interaction with social activities. And I think it affects their involvement in extracurricular activities. I also, I don't know, I feel like it, it creates an environment with just less social skills. I think it creates issues with people uh, just even being able to communicate with others. In my experience as a teen, I can agree with a lot of the things my dad says. I think the issues mentioned before are much more prominent with the, the younger generation. These kids have had a phone in their hands since the day they were born, and you can see it's affecting their social skills. My dad admits that this problem is not easily fixed. However, he thinks that we can start taking steps towards solving the issue. I think there are uh, people who use social media for its intended purpose of communication um, and just in general to spread information. But on the other hand, you have a lot of people abusing it. I think that limiting social media is not necessarily the solution, but I think educating people, especially teens, about social media would be a better solution. Um, if teens are educated about how much social media should be used, then their social skills would improve and their problems would be solved. Although I think education about social media would certainly help, I think the solution needs to originate in the home. In my opinion, parents shouldn't just be giving kids a phone or device in the, the second that they want it. If children are restricted at home, then they won't be as reliant on devices in their future. So to wrap up, social media is an amazing tool if it's used in moderation. If parents and schools can educate or try to change the amount of time kids are on their devices, social skills will improve and kids won't be as reliant on their devices. Now we go to Matthew and Chase. I think teachers should be paid a million dollars for dealing with some of these kids. Ms. Zenesek, my mother, cares about teachers' pay as an overprotective mother cares about her kid. She was a long-term substitute at Benoit Middle School and has been substituting all around Georgetown since my 19-year-old brother was in kindergarten. So you practically are a teacher being that you've been a part of GISD for 10-plus years. How do you feel about the current teacher pay? I was a long-term teacher at Benoit Middle School. I am very passionate about my job. Some of those kids I've known since they were in kindergarten, and now I have seen them go off to college. I feel as if some teachers let how they are paid affect how much effort they put into their job. There are some teachers, though, who go above and beyond their job. Teacher pay should be raised in general. 
but those teachers who go above and beyond with their job deserve an extra raise. Paid what they are worth. In the TED Talk, Do Schools Kill Creativity? Ken Robinson discusses how teachers are not able to promote creativity because they are too busy teaching what is meant to be taught. If teachers were paid what they work for, they could buy things to not only make class fun, but to make kids actually want to learn in the first place. Teachers sometimes teach only what's on the test, causing us to forget it at the end of the school year. Teachers' pay not only affects teachers, but it also affects the students, too. I believe uh, a lot of students have a false sense that if they go to college, they're going to develop skills or be put in a job in which they're going to make an enormous amount of money. And that's their dream, is to have the money and to have that security. But I don't always, that doesn't always work out that way. Jerry Cockerell, my dad, he went to college for six plus years and never found a long-term job he was extremely passionate about. He works today as a lineman and is a prime example that college is not the place where everyone finds their lifelong occupation. I think it's important for students to go to college to have a bright future or to succeed. I do believe uh, the key word there is to succeed. I do believe it is very beneficial. It, uh, you know, broadens their horizons. It, 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 they build friendships that last forever. They get to see and do things that they've never done before. But I do believe that college should be the emphasis on education and learning, not just, you know, book learning, but uh, experiences in everyday life that you can experience at your home with your parents. But succeeding is a whole different situation. It has a lot to do with the networking, the people you meet, what your degree of success is. And I believe if a child goes to college with the thought of just graduating and learning being their number one emphasis, they will succeed. But if they tend to think they're going there to become some millionaire when they walk out and they're not going to feel like they have succeeded because I would have to say 50% of the people I know that went to college as I did are not in the field that they chose in college so it's a great learning experience you meet new people, you do new things, and that's what you should be there for. You should not be under pressure to find your lifelong uh, occupation, which is going to, you know, therefore make you millions and millions of dollars, and you're all going to be happy because you're making so much money. That's, what it was, that's not why you should be there. College isn't the place for everyone. The amount of pressure that students are put under on a daily basis isn't going to make them want to try harder or make them want to succeed. If anything, it's going to push them farther away. It's a good place to have new life experiences, but if you're not there for the right reasons, then why waste your money? Thanks to all the listeners tuning in from our website. We all hope you take our advice and opinions to heart and strive for change in the world. We'd like to thank Brian Wertram, Jerry Cockwell, Julie Zinisek, and DigitalInformationWorld.com for their time, information, and for letting us record their thoughts. We'll see you next time.